Welcome to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Whether you're a new mom tackling the newborn stage or a seasoned mom navigating the empty nest, you are welcome here. We are all moms navigating this journey together. We are here to make sure you know your seat at our table is welcomed. So while you finish laundry, go for a walk, or are just grabbing your chair, join us as we are raising Pensacola together. Now, help me welcome your mom hosts, Casey Simpson, Jane Lauder, and Ann McDonald. Ladies, let's talk about spring break this week. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'll be honest, so we don't do spring break here at our house. It might be the stage where we're at, but um, and that may change as my girls get older. So I'm going to need you both to impart all of your spring break knowledge on me. <laughs> so how do you all do spring break? Well, I wish I had all the tips and tricks because if I did, then I would have these wonderful adventures and memories. But um, I have learned over the years to expect very little. And when we look back on it, the memories are great. Um, spring break is is often interesting for us because it falls during a time where life is kind of, we're coming into spring and life is feels kind of busy for my husband to get off work. But um, we often have done things where we can kind of just get in the car and go. A lot of times it's me and the kids. Um, this year, I know it's going to be me and the kids because my husband has some work stuff going on and we're actually going to Great Wolf Lodge. So um, that's not a far drive. Pretty excited about that. But I will say I find this year out of all the years, spring break feels expensive. Mm-hmm. It, every it, Everything traveling does. does it, do you all agree? I agree. And this is why we struggle to go anywhere for spring break, let alone vacation. Cause I have all these great ideas of where I would love to take the kids or vacations I would love to go on. And I start planning the trip and I price it all out and I see how expensive it's going to be. And I think, am I really about to drop that much money on a trip with my children who are just going to fight the whole time and ruin it for everybody. So <laughs> yeah, always get scratched. We never end up really kind of doing anything. And it's getting to the point now where the kids are getting older. I wouldn't say they're getting along better, but they're, they're definitely more appreciative than they were when they were super little and they didn't understand right. what it was to go on vacation. A lot of work for me basically. And so I've been trying to plan some trips, but yet again, I was going to go to Chicago, visit my brother and flights are really expensive and unpredictable. So we scrapped that, that trip too. So currently right now we have no plans for spring break, which is never good because then you're at home all week with your children. And also, do you ever feel mom guilt? Like I keep, you know, someone once said to me, you only get 18 summers, you know, before they leave the nest. And then you start thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, so you only get 18 spring breaks. I need to do something that they're going to cherish and have fun. But yeah, and I feel like you, I feel like we go on these trips and they want everything and we're eating out for every meal. And then we we feel oftentimes we feel a little bit stressed financially to make it happen. Um, so yeah, we can kind of get into like, they are good. The memories are good, even when they're hard. Like Disney is hard, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
every kid's going to have a meltdown at Disney. But when we look back at our Disney pictures, my kids do not remember the meltdowns. So they that really was actually, don't. That was actually one trip I did take with my kids when they were younger to Disney World for spring break. We decided to go, I think, two days before spring break started. It was a very impromptu, last-minute scheduled trip. And it it was a lot of fun. They don't really remember much about it. And but now when they ask to go to Disney World, I show them the pictures, and I'm like, "You already went. We you went. Like we don't need to go again." Because <laughs> I am not a Disney person. I grew up. My dad was a huge Disney person. We went all the time, and so. But it's just not my jam. Yeah. Well, I wonder if you planned it ahead. If that would help, because I often hear Mm -hmm. that, like planning it ahead. There's so many Disney mom specialists out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Casey, have you ever been? Yeah, I was going to say. So, Anne, I was like you. I grew up going to Disney to the point where I was begging my parents, please (laughs) don't take us back to Disney World again. Um, And then they didn't. we got to go other fun places. And then as an adult, I kind of missed it. And I was like, oh, Disney's fun. So we went on our honeymoon and then we went again. Um, very impromptu trip. I was, I think I was six months pregnant with my oldest. I know, really crazy idea, but it was really good to get away, even though I couldn't ride half the rides that I wanted to. And then I had children. And so the first time I took, um, we took the girls to Disney World. My daughter broke her elbow and had a double ear infection. And I, too, was like, never again are we going <laughs> to Disney World. Like, we're not going. It's it's too stressful. I don't care that we get a good Florida discount. We're, it's, we're, we're done. But then 2020 hit. And then I was thinking to myself, you know what? We need something fun. We need something fresh. And so we decided to go to Disney for our 10-year anniversary, which also coincided with a bunch of our birthdays. And we used a planner, and that made all the difference in the world. And this is coming from somebody who's been to Disney a million times. And this is the first time that we used a Disney planner and all of the things highly recommend, especially if you're going to go during a spring break season, they can hook you up with all the tips and the tricks and everything. Um, Cause they have them. They, they, they do. have them. They're out there. Yeah. I know and this people. is not sponsored or anything. This is just how much I love a Disney planner. Life changing. <laughs> Life changing. Well, you know, I was going to say, I, I mentioned it a minute ago, but I really do think, um, as as moms, planning stuff feels really stressful. But like I said, the memories are what matter. And, you know, we recently did a sponsored series with Kia um, mm-hmm. and have been writing some on the road series. So just places you can get to easily in the car. And I do have to say, those are little things. I mean, Jen did one on Montgomery. You know, I mean, they're they're just little places that are out and about that you can have some experiences with your kids, learning, educational. And then, you know, I mean, they think it's fun when you get to go out to dinner three nights a week and get ice cream, you know, mm-hmm. or just use my kids will always say we want to stay in a hotel. We want to stay in a hotel. Mm-hmm. There's something about a hotel that's just really fun as a kid. So um, if you don't have it planned, plan it. It's worth it. Mm -hmm. My husband and son just went to Tampa 
He, my son turned 10 and he is currently a football fanatic out of nowhere and a big Tom Brady fan. So they took a nonstop flight down to Tampa, quick hour flight. It was spirit, but Matt said it really wasn't that bad at all just for that, that short of flight. And they had a great time in Tampa. My son loved it. They did Dave and Buster's. They did Top Golf. He had such a great time. And actually, this weekend we're heading out Saturday for Birmingham. My brothers live up there, and we've already scheduled it. We're going to go hit Dave and Buster's. We're going to go hit Top Golf. And so it is fun to just kind of get to these quick places and mm-hmm. spend some time doing fun things with them. My big thing in terms of planning bigger trips with the kids is I'm always asking them, what is something you want to go see? Like I didn't grow up. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I've never seen Mount Rushmore. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I want to, I want my kids to kind of go and experience all the places Mm -hmm. around the world. But again, that, that gets very expensive. And at what age are they going to appreciate that and remember that? So that's always kind of my holdback, but I definitely do. I can handle the mini trips, like the day trips, like uh, the PMC on the road ones are really nice to, um, look at to be like, okay, where can we go real quick? Mm -hmm. Recently, I went to New Orleans and I had a great time. I was there with a native though. And so that made the trip so much better because he took me to all the great parts about New Orleans, not the the other parts that I had been to before that were not my favorite, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Well, then, you know, that that's probably a really good idea. You know, if you're going somewhere, reach out on social media, reach out to Pensacola Mom Collective and see if we have a native or someone that can give you that, you know, I always find if I have the time to do the research and reach out to people who have done it, then they give me some really good information. Um, I love to make a list too, you know, mm-hmm. what everyone wants to see, what what is realistic and oftentimes what it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, you know, right. we tend to need more downtime when we're traveling just because the kids fall apart and I... Mm-hmm. I can, you know, my husband and I, we can go, go, go all day, but we, we try to recognize that the kids, you know, what need downtime and all of that. See, so. I think mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm the one that's like, let's go on vacation and just like sit and stare at the water. I want to read a good Same. book, maybe get some writing done. And everybody else in my family is like, let's back to back doing things. And so I'm the one that needs the break oh. and like the relaxed time. Like, can I just take a bath, please? <laughs> And we are the same person. This has caused some mini maritals in my life because my husband is the one who's like, we got to do this and we got to do that and we got to do all the things. And I'm like, can I just sit and stare at water, (laughs) whether it's a pool or the ocean? And he's like, no, got to do all the things. And I'm like, but I just need to relax. (laughs) Where do your kids fall in that? Uh, My kids are very... They're very easygoing. Um, they're simple. They're they're very easy to please. Um, a pool. If there's a pool, we're good. They will be in the pool the entire day if we let them. Um, anything with kid equipment, like a little mini park, and it can be literally a tiny little slide and a swing, and they're as happy as can be. Um, so they kind of fall, I would say they fall in between because they do get bored too. I mean, they're typical kids. Um, but yeah, I just, we we're still trying to find that balance for sure. I think that's the key to all of this, especially for everyone listening is finding that balance of what works for your family. You know, um, my kids are opposite boy and a girl and the boy is all boy and the girl is 
you know, she can be in the middle, but she likes the girly stuff too. So trying to find something that balances out so everybody's happy is also the key. But, um, you know, if when I don't do it, I'm like, I have that total scrolling through social media and everyone's doing all these things. And I'm like, FOMO. (laughs) FOMO. And I think if I had just taken the time to plan, you know, and, and, and that's hard in our everyday life. But if we take the time to plan that stuff, then um, we can save and we can, Mm -hmm. you know, not last minute go. So you can't find a restaurant or a good hotel or whatever, you know, is high on your priority list for Mm -hmm. your family. Yeah. I think that's a key to it too, Jane, is knowing where you're going to (laughs) eat. Because I think sometimes when you're on vacation, you plan all the activities, but then you forget to plan where you want to eat. And I'm a big foodie. So I don't just want to go to a rogue restaurant. I definitely don't want to go to a chain if we're in someplace cool. I want to go someplace local and I want to have some really good food. Um, And so food is the, where are we going to eat is always the big thing for me. Like I want to prep that and know exactly what we're going to have those yeah. nice dinners. Yeah. <laughs> Again, going yeah. for the relaxation and the good food. <laughs> Again, we're the same person. <laughs> so basically, all listeners out there, they basically want to go on girls' trips. Yes. Because I love girls' trips. <laughs> what I'm hearing is you don't want to you you want to lay by a pool all day or look at the water and you want to read books and eat good food. Yes. yes. I recently actually took a ladies trip. Uh, we flew out to Napa. We've got a friend that lives out there and did the classic wine tour. And y'all, it was probably the best trip I think I've ever been on. <laughs> Don't tell your kids that. <laughs> well, and then my husband and I flew to um, Boston because his cousin got married and we didn't take the kids. So like the last two big trips we've done, we didn't take them. So I we were talking about doing a trip, there's the two of us coming up. And I was like, we can't go on another trip without them. Like we keep leaving them behind. We got to take them somewhere. Get on a, get on the PMC road trip series, add a few things off of there, and then you'll be good to go on your couple's trip. Yeah, there you go. Just, just a couple nights in a hotel with the kids and they'll be excited. Yeah. There you go. They're easy. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is having a plan. And I think that's why I, I tend to get stressed out um, in previous trips is not having a plan. Then it goes into, what are we going to do today? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds boring and all of these things. And, you know, especially kids, you say, oh, let's go to the zoo. And they've been to, let's say, the Gulf Breeze Zoo a million times, but we're in a different city and it's a bigger zoo and it's more exciting. And they don't have that understanding And so I think I'm beginning to realize, especially as my girls are getting older, having a plan is essential so that there's no, there's no decision that needs to be made and there's no arguments. It's just saying, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to have fun doing it and let's go. Um, Because we definitely fall into the cycle of decision making in the moment. And that just stresses everybody out. I wonder how many people out there, I wonder how many, you know, I think you're either one way or the other. You're the mom that has vacation planned for 2024. So teach us your ways (laughs) or you're like, I think the group of us collectively here today, we're we're kind of more spontaneous and we want to be the planners um, because we ultimately know that that gives us more success on our vacations with kids. Mm -hmm. I think is key. I can definitely 
spontaneously do stuff easier with my husband. But with the kids, you're right, Casey. You've got to have you got to know what's happening next because otherwise they're given their input and then everybody's stressed out. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Yes. Agreed. The other thing about traveling too that really stresses me out is the packing because I am that mom that packs for everybody. And for a long time, that included my husband as well. <laughs> and I would have to pack up the entire car and we would drive to his work and pick him up from work because it's on the way out of town and then go. So it was like, I ended up having to do everything to get us ready to go on a trip. And it's not just about the packing either. It's about shutting the house down, especially if we're going for a long weekend, or let's say we go up to his parents live on Lake Martin. So we travel up there very frequently. And a lot of spring breaks, we go up there because again, we, I never plan anything. So I'm like, let's just get in the car and go to the lake. We'll, we'll do that trip again. And so we get it. But I've got to shut the house down. So I've got to clean the house. I've got to clean out the fridge. I've got to make sure all the dishes are washed. I've got to make sure all the clothes are washed. I've got to, you know, make sure the yard's picked up. Someone's taking care of the dog. Like it's, a, <laughs> I could see Jane's like stressed out face already. Like, oh my goodness. I'm stressing over here for going out of town next. <laughs> but that's what I think also makes traveling so hard too. It's not the actual like going on the vacation, but like getting ready for the vacation is very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I all I don't I don't know about y'all, but I pack everybody. I mean my husband packs himself at this point, but I mean I Lucky pack you. the kids. Oh. Yeah, he packs himself, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Very grateful for that. Um, but and then I pack the kids and he's like, Why are you gonna pack yourself? And I'm like, Yeah, but I have to do everything else. And then I pack mine. Um, anyways, I wanted to also throw out here that Jen Jen has lived abroad and traveled a lot being in a military family for so long. And she had this great idea that she shared with us. She said, make a Pinterest board, make a Pinterest board for that location, which I think is such a good idea. And then pin all of the things about it. If you're traveling with another family, you can share the board and then everyone and you collectively get the kids involved, the other family, if you're traveling with another family, um, and then everybody knows what the other people want to do. So it's kind of makes a clear picture. So if we're going to DC and, you know, my 12 year old would like to see the link, you know, whatever it is in DC, but my husband has something else. That's a great idea. Just painting a Pinterest board. Yeah. That reminds me, Jane, my brother, whenever we would do family gatherings, like even if they're just in town or we're traveling together, he always sit down and say, okay, what is everybody, what is everyone's expectations for this dinner or what is everybody's expectations for this weekend? Like what does everybody want to try to do? So then everybody kind of like gives their input of like, this is why I'm coming and why I'm here to do this trip with you guys. So then it's like, okay, we're going to try to make sure everybody at least meets their personal expectation. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gives you a good feel of where everybody, why everybody's there and where they're coming at. So that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Now that just sparked a question in my brain. Do y'all ever do um, like friend spring break vacations where maybe you and then, you know, another family will get together and then you'll go. So like, I've only ever done family vacations. And when I say family, I mean, my mom and my dad, which for me, it's like, (laughs) yes, extra babysitters so that 
my husband and I can like sneak away for dinner for a hot minute, but we've never attempted to do any friend trips. Um, oh, see, so I'm curious to know about. I your love a good that. friend trip, and that's pretty much what we predominantly do. Um, to go on a family trip, just the four of us, it involves a lot of dealing with my boys fighting. You know, they're 17 months apart. They're both boys. There's a lot of there's a lot of fighting between them. So if we go with a family that's got a mutual friend, it's like, you know, you add one and you take away two. So then they all get to play together. And then we all, we have somebody to hang out with. So my husband and I aren't forced to talk to each other. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> but I really like family vacations. We've done, um, we've taken a group family vacation on spring break to the beach. We rented like a beach house with another family. And that was really fun. The only problem with spring break in Pensacola right now is it's too early. So it's still really cold to, when you go out to the beach, even if it's like warmer weather, the water's too cold to get in. And so if you're, there's not really too much to do out there really for a whole week. So just go a couple of days. If you want to like do a staycation at the beach, don't, don't take the whole week because <laughs> you don't have a lot of the typical stuff you can do out there. Cause it's a little bit chilly, but that was a fun vacation. Another thing that we've done as a group is go to cold water gardens in Milton. That place is really cool. It is booked way, way in advance though. I mean, you've got to be prepared mm-hmm. six months out to get that, to get those cabins, which I recommend you can go glamping, but that's a little too that's a little too campy for me. I think the cabin's much better, but, um, but you know, it's fun. You can go hiking, you can go fishing. There's, there's a couple of different things you can do there. Again, it's not enough to really like occupy a whole week, but when you're there with friends and you're hanging out, it's just the kids playing is exciting. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have to necessarily have a ton of stuff to do because the kids are spending time together. They're doing their stuff. You're having your adult time, you know, maybe playing cards and stuff. We love a good game night. And so that was another fun vacation as well. I love that you, I mean, we also travel with friends, but I have um, a little different view on it because I, I don't dislike it. I like it a lot, but I have, I have, don't have easy kids. So sometimes when I travel, I feel like I'm more stressed with my friends because I don't want my kids to act out. And, Mm. and maybe that seems silly because it's like, you're traveling with your friends. It shouldn't matter, but it does feel bigger sometimes versus when we're just traveling as a family, if there's a meltdown, it's just a meltdown. When it's in front of the friends, it makes me a little bit more anxious. So I would say I'm more anxious about it. And it just when it comes to the kids, you know, I want my kids to want to do all the things and I want it to be great and I want it to be worth the money that everybody's put in. And so I think my expectations are often a little bit higher when we travel with friends. So it, it does put me in, it makes me more anxious and stressed because I want my kids to behave and I want my kids to behave as well as their kids behave, you know, or not melt down about what we're having for dinner if the other family is cooking, um, things like that. But when it does all work out and everyone has a great time, I I actually really, really enjoy traveling with friends too, for sure. Yeah. I can see both sides of that. Growing up, I remember my, um, my parents would always invite my aunt and uncle with my cousins. And now as an adult, I'm realizing that they just needed my brother and I to have other kids to occupy us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I can completely understand both perspectives on that. 
Um, and speaking of, um, Anne, you mentioned the, what was it, Coldwater Gardens? Is that what yes. it's called in Milton? So let's talk a little bit about staycations because there are a lot of really great things to do in our area. And you already mentioned that one. Um, one thing we like to do on, you know, on our breaks, very, very basic, but exploring Fort Pickens is always fun. Uh, going to the beaches over there is also fun because it's really quiet and you can just kind of, you know, hang out in a very secluded area. So what are other um, places near here that you guys enjoy visiting or So we've gone to Perdido Beach. We go over there. Yeah. family. We used to do a week at the beach every year uh, before COVID and then COVID kind of shut that down. And then um, mom and dad moved up to Lake Martin. So we end up just going up there most of the time. But Perdido is nice, you Mm -hmm. know, and it feels like you're kind of away. There's new things to kind of do over there. You can stay right on the beach. Portofino is a lot of fun too, especially if you go during the summer, because they've got that huge obstacle course blown out in the water. And my boys love that. They have a really good, they have a fun time on that. And so that's a nice little place to go too. I was going to say, like, just living in this area, staycation-wise, we have so many really cool opportunities that we just kind of forget living here. Um, We also have, which are not far, and it is on my bucket list, and we have a PMC contributor who um, writes about it, but the springs. We have a lot of Florida springs that are, you know, maybe not staycations as in 15 minute drive, but, you know, definitely like an on the road type of type of thing. Um, and I think those are really cool, but just like in and around Pensacola, there's so much that we forget. I mean, even going deep sea fishing one day, we've Mm -hmm. done that before and it is so much fun. So Um, there's this place called fish river and it's over there by Fairhope. And that's a really, Fairhope also is a really cool place to go. Tons of shopping and, and stores. They've got the Grand over there, which I've never been to. Because again, when I price it out, it's like, am I going to really spend that much money to go stay in a hotel like 45 minutes away? So, yes, <laughs> but then, it's worth um, it. Do it. I know. <laughs> that's what I've been told. But they also have some really cute like... I mean, this isn't a trip to take with the kids, but I've priced it out for like um, romantic getaways. They have really cute bed and breakfasts over there as well. But we went and stayed on this great place on Fish River and just went fishing. Uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, we actually didn't catch any fish. So that was kind of a bummer, but it what was really is, nice. What is Fish River? It is a river, kind of like Blackwater River. And okay. it just kind of like curls up through um, from the bay. And so there's just a bunch of houses on there for rent that you can rent out like Airbnb and stay there. And then some have boats or you can bring your own boat over there. And so it's just kind of like staying on a river type of thing instead of staying on the beach. So just something different. Yeah, that sounds really And then there's like Alligator Alley over there and Owa, like all those kinds of stuff too. Yes. Owa is a great indoor water park. Um, We checked it out at the end of last summer. I was also going to say there, I feel like there's, um, Coldwater Gardens has another, uh, they have adventures unlimited over there, which Mm -hmm. I think is so fun that we often forget about and hiking. There's a lot of hiking out here and bike trails out at the beach or even over by UWF that are always fun that we do like to take up some time during the day. And then there's something, I think you can stay there they have some options if you don't have a camper, but it just opened in a Splash RV Park Resort. Yes, you can stay that. in a wagon. 
a wagon. That's what it yes. is. It looks really cool. Oh, you, oh I'm going to look into that. You just reminded me about it. <laughs> yes. I recently saw it in my in somewhere and I thought, okay, I need, I need to put this one on my list of just fun things to do around Pensacola. That's another place we went. Twin Lakes is a really cool place too. They've got these mini houses, tiny houses, campgrounds. We went there on a friend trip and it was a lot of fun. Of course, the, apparently the the lakes that you're on have a lot of debris in the water. So you can't actually go out on the lakes on a regular boat. So my husband went, and his friend went to go rent the pontoon boat. And I thought this is going to be a great day, right? We're going to be out there on the boat. We're just going to be hanging out. Like this is, they're going to be fishing. This is going to be a great day. <laughs> Y'all, it is, it's like a little dinghy with no. this like tiny little motor. And they were oh. just it was not the boat day I had planned in my head. It is not a Lake Martin boat day, Anne. No. I have also been. We went we went to Twin Lakes during COVID with friends. And it was, you know, some got a tiny house. Some did the glamping area. So everyone kind of picked where they wanted to stay. We absolutely loved it. It's also like an RV park resort type of facility that has, you know, that you don't have to have an RV to go to. But Yes, this this pontoon that she speaks of is not exactly a pontoon. Very cool. My kids loved it. And they still talk about the memories they have from there. Um, but yeah, no, it's not a day on Lake Martin like you would expect. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize this. You can't swim in the water either because of snakes. So we're just like sitting there staring. <laughs> but we did honestly have a really good time. There's there's some stuff. They've got a pool there. So like Casey said, like anytime you've got a pool, the kids are like entertained for hours. So but we we still did have a really good time just spending time together. Where it, is this? If I remember, yes. Okay. Infuniac Springs. Gotcha. Gotcha. So just like, you know, it it maybe took an hour and a half if Mm -hmm. I remember correctly. It wasn't, it was not far at all. Okay. Okay. I've never heard of this. I'm so curious now. We're going to need to do like in our notes section, a link to the PMC on the road series. And then also these additional places we've mentioned because you know, I was just thinking, make a bucket list with your kids. That might be a good idea. They're, they might not have, they want to go to Africa on a safari. You know, theirs might be as simple as I want to go to Tallahassee and, and check out, you know, some different things that I've learned in school. So, or go visit the manatees, um, swim with some dolphins. You know, I mean, the, their their list might not be as extensive and as expensive as, as ours might be for our bucket go-to things. But um, I encourage that. I think I'm going to do that with my kids this week and try to like use the year to check off some of those things if they're within reason. Yeah, so Jane, I wrote an article about this, the summer bucket list a couple summers ago, two summers ago, and we ended up doing it this summer as well. And you do, you just kind of make a list of all the really cool things around town and they pick out what they wanted to do. You know, two summers ago, it was bowling. We went bowling so many times. The kids really, really loved bowling that year. I think my one of my kids really just went for the food. And then this past summer, it was tennis. They really got into tennis. And so we kept going to do tennis over and over again. But 
there's, there's some stuff that you don't get to, you know, you always, when you're making those bucket lists, you're like, we've got all the time in the world to go to all these places, but just having it all down there, that's a really good hack as well too. Like writing down all the places your kids would really want to go. So then when things like this come up and you're thinking, okay, we've got a whole week, even if we're not going on vacation, maybe, you know, you can say, let's go on a three day vacation, but then you still got the rest of the week to do stuff with your kids then you can kind of go back to that list and say, okay, what's something we can do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that in talking with y'all, um, because I too have some FOMO, I want to go do all the fun things, all the big trips, all the places I never got to go see as a kid. Um, I think that I'm beginning to realize that sometimes simple is best, especially with with kids, like we don't always have to do the great, fun, crazy trip somewhere. Um, you know, we can even have fun in our own backyard um, from time to time. And so I think that's also a good reminder for me um, as my girls are getting older and as we are going to start, you know, planning some of these spring break trips, because I know they're going to ask, they're going to say, you know, my friend went to such and such a place. Why don't we ever go anywhere? And so I think just having this in mind, um, you know, there are so many fun things to do locally within driving distance. And of course, there are also the great fun trips across the country that you can always take. But well, I think um, our kids feel the FOMO too, because being a teacher, the first thing you ask the kids when they get back from spring break is where did everybody go? What did everybody do? And, you know, sometimes the kids they feel a little left out because they didn't go anywhere. Not to give mm-hmm. you any mom pressure to take your kids. No over. pressure, moms. None <laughs> at all. Check out the PMC Road series. You can do something in a day. <laughs> yeah, make them feel special. Be like, this can be the big thing you can say. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, to wrap up, let's talk about mom hacks. Um, and what do you have to share with us? So driving in the car, something you can do to maybe keep it a little bit cleaner is use those silicone muffin holders that you bake with. Put those in your cup holders. I don't know if your kids are anything like mine, but the cup holders are disgusting. So to be able to just pull those out, wash them, and then put them back in is really beneficial. For packing, Jane had a great hack. She packs her kids' clothes in labeled bags for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So they don't wear all their clothes the first day or my kids wouldn't necessarily wear all their clothes, but they would mismatch them and just look homeless the whole time. And so (laughs) another really good thing is a travel toy box. So Emily wrote a great article on PMC's website about things that you can put in a travel toy box. And it's just all the non-technology things that your kids can do in the car. You can even transfer this over to restaurants as well. Love that. Well, ladies, I hope you all have a fantastic, stress-free spring break this year. And we will talk again soon. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Make sure you follow Raising Pensacola and Pensacola Mom Collective on Instagram and Facebook. If you like the episode, give us a like, review, and let's keep the conversation going. Let us know what you want to talk about.